0: You would turn in your Bibles to Joshua one verse one Joshua chapter one and verse one. Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua the son of Nun, Moses' sister, minister, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you as I said unto Moses. To verse 5, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life, As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then shalt thou have good success. Have not I commanded thee, Be strong and end of good courage. Be not afraid and neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. Tonight I want to preach to you, I will not retreat. I don't believe that this is the time for the church to lay down and to be run over by this world. But I believe it's time for us to stand up strong if you've never had a prayer life before now is the time to have a prayer life if you've never had a relationship with god now is the time to have a relationship with god We should not be relaxed, we should not be vacationing, but we should be standing strong as the church. We should stand hand in hand. I know that goes against the philosophy of today, but I believe that it's time for us to be unified and to stand strong. Why don't we give the Lord a shout of praise tonight? Let's pray together before we begin. Lord, I thank you for this time together. I thank you for this opportunity to speak to your people. God, I pray that you would minister tonight. Lord, I pray that we would turn towards you, that we would seek after you with all that is in us. Lord, let us not back down, but let us have boldness tonight to walk in your spirit and to walk in in the Holy Ghost everywhere that we go and everything that we do. Lord, we thank you for it in the name of Jesus. You. You may be seated. Napoleon Bonaparte was emperor to the French, very successful in his battles, and led several successful campaigns. There was a time in battle when Napoleon felt he needed to retreat. He called to one of his commanders and ordered him to have the bugler sound the retreat. After the commander sent the message, the bugle players sounded out the call to charge, Surprised, Napoleon again told the commander to correct the bugler and to call to retreat. Once again, the player sounded out the call to charge. Now furious, Napoleon marched down to the player himself and began to question why he wouldn't play retreat. At this point, the bugler looked at the greatest military leaders of all time and said, you did not teach me to play retreat. Only the call to charge. With that, Napoleon told the man to continue sounding the call to charge. The bugler did just that, and when the men saw Napoleon's confidence, they charged and won the battle. I believe now is not the time for us to retreat, but now is the time to charge. When we step outside of these four walls, we should not back down, but we should walk with authority and with boldness. I like it the way Jeff Arnold said one time, he made the statement that why should he go overseas and see where Jesus Jesus walked, but everywhere that he walks, Jesus walks. If we have true faith in God, everywhere that we go, everywhere that we walk, Jesus is with us hand in hand, and I believe that is still true today. That everywhere I go, every store that I shop in, my job that I go to, the place that I shop at. Everywhere that I go, Jesus is with me. God is not scared for his kingdom tonight. He is not looking for a people who will bow down to the problems of our society. He is looking for a people who will move forward, advance the kingdom of God, find ways to minister where there may be no way, where it looks like there is no way to minister. God's plan has always been for his people to prosper. Jeremiah 29 and 11, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. God has always had a plan for his people, a plan to prosper, a plan for good, A plan for peace. Psalms 40 and 5. Many, O Lord, my God, are thy wonderful works which thou hast done, and thy thoughts which are to usward. They cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. Going back to the children of Israel, God wanted to bless his people. He didn't just want to bless them, but he wanted to see them prosper. He wanted to see them exceed. There was a promise given to Abraham. God wanted to give Abraham a land he would show him. Make him a great nation. He said he would bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. When God first gave Abraham this promise, it wasn't difficult for Abraham to believe. See, Abraham was young at the time the first promise was given the initial time that God came to him. His wife was still young. In fact, they were so young that they were afraid whenever they were in Egypt that the Egyptians would take his wife because she was young and beautiful. She must have looked like my wife. thought I'd throw that little plug in there. He portrayed to Pharaoh that they were brother and sister so that The Pharaoh wouldn't take her not hard to believe a promise of having kids when you're young Not hard to believe the promise that God has for you when you're when you're in that younger generation Now you've got to understand something I've I've started referring to myself as older But it's only because that whenever I go up to the youth I am older than them and they referred to me as such And when I come back down here, it's like you're the young guy again. The younger minister, if you will. (laughs) So you've got to understand that I've started seeing myself as a little bit older. I'm not able to play basketball the way that I once was able to maybe jump up and run as fast as I used to. In fact, it's, it's now that that initial step when I go to run, it's just... Not as quick. That acceleration isn't there like it once was. But in my younger days, it was easy to see me winning a basketball game. I had that determination. I had that strength that it's easy to see, it's easy to do. It's a dream that I can can achieve. It's something that I want to do. But as you get older in life, those dreams start to fade a little bit. Those promises that you once had are a little bit further from reality. Abraham kept being taken out of his comfort zone. He had to split up with Lot. He is now older and still no children. What happens when your promises are not fulfilled? When you are young, those promises are fresh in your mind. Possibility is on the horizon. But as you get older... Time is no longer on your side. You're less likely to take any risk. Sarah gives Abraham her handmaiden. In the previous chapter, God had reassured Abraham, and Abraham believed. Genesis 15 says, and the Lord counted unto him righteousness. It seems as though the test and trial of faith is starting to diminish in Abraham's life. They take matters into their own hands and Ishmael is born. The promise has more clarity now because we've taken matters into our own hands. It's easier for us to see how how God's miracle, how God's faith in us is going to work out. How the possibility of more seed coming from, from Ishmael. You don't need as much faith. At least we see the possibility now. When Abraham is 90, the Lord appears again unto him. The Lord still uses the words, I will, meaning I have not established the covenant with you yet, but I am going to. In other words, just because you took things into your hands doesn't mean that's the way I intended it. The Lord goes on to say, I will bless your wife and give thee a son also of her. And finally, at 90 years old, Abraham breaks down laughing. Now there's not many of us in this audience that wouldn't break down laughing at the thought of having a baby at 90 years old. And he tells God, May Ishmael live under your special blessing. In other words, what I have done, what I have created, what, what me and the handmaiding have made, may that live under your blessing. But God replies, no. Sarah, your wife, will give birth to a son for you. It will be an everlasting covenant. I will bless Ishmael for your sake because you have asked but my covenant will be confirmed with Isaac. In the middle of doubt and a lack of faith, God shows up with a word for Abraham. Out of this encounter with God, doubt diminishes and faith is restored. Abraham starts fulfilling God's requirements for the covenant and the blessing. Through every encounter, every blessing, every covenant, God has demands or requirements. Ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be open. In other words, it won't be given without asking. It won't be found without seeking. It won't be opened without knocking. God wants to bless you, but there are requirements on your part. His blessings will cost you something. After Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob have died, the children of Israel find themselves in another difficult situation. They are captive in Egypt, and God sends Moses to move the Israelites out of Egypt. Before God can give them the land, they go into the wilderness for 40 years. The older generation has to die off and cannot see this new land. Moses is not able to lead the Israelites, and Joshua is now their new leader. God tells Joshua, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you as I said unto Moses. Joshua, I have land for you, but you have to move your feet. In other words, there's some requirements I've already given you the land, but you've got to go and find it. You've got to go and walk on it. You've got to keep marching. You've got to keep pushing forward. As a church, we've got to keep pushing forward. We cannot back down. We cannot lay to the side, but we've got to keep charging. We've got to keep pushing. You cannot stay where you are and receive the land God has for you before you go. There are three things I want you to know, Joshua. There are three requirements once you receive the land. The first one, focus on God's presence. Verse 5 says, There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life, As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. You must rely on God. In our walk with God, we've got to have a relationship with him. Our focus cannot be moved by our circumstances or emotions, but it must be on God. His his assurance is he will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Will there be difficult times? Yes. Are people difficult to get along with? Don't look at your neighbor. Don't look at your family. Don't look at the person across the room. Don't look at your spouse. I've already said mine was pretty. Are people easy to lead? Definitely not. I am not going to hand you this land but it will be yours if you rely on me. Know that I am in the midst. I will not forsake thee. I will not fail thee. I will be with thee. <laughs> Hebrews 13 and 5, let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Isn't it amazing that the author included be content with such things as ye have before he said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. It's amazing when we're content. It's amazing how God works in our lives and how we look to him and we find our contentment in him. Abraham and Sarah felt like time was running out and thus contentment was running low. They took matters into their own hands and adjusted God's divine plan to include Ishmael. It's when we are not content that we begin to alter God's promises. I will say this, when we get to this place and we try to do things our way, know that there is always a place of repentance. We should always find an altar and ask God to forgive us for going away from his plan to our own plan. Many times when we make a mistake, we find it hardest to repent. Repentance removes that pride in our lives. When we repent, we humble ourselves before God. Repenting means my way is not perfect, and I submit to your plan, God. My actions have been wrong because they are not your actions. And When we have this relationship with Jesus, he will never leave us nor forsake us. Although the trial is hard, he is there. And at any point, we can call upon that one true God, Jesus, and he'll be there. The second requirement was be strong and courageous. Be strong and have good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous. Multiple times he said to be strong and courageous throughout this chapter. There will be times when it feels as though God is not there. It's during these difficult times we must trust in him even when we don't see him and we don't feel him and we don't know where he is. This is where we grow our strength. We have all been through these seasons where it doesn't feel as though we can feel God's presence. It's in these times our faith is tested. When our faith is tested, God says, stay strong and of good courage. Show strength. Keep walking on the land Keep taking the land which I have given you. Live on that promise that I have given you. Live on that dream that I have given you. Be strong and and of good courage. When you see the enemy, know that I am with you and that this land is yours already. Stand up in the face of adversity. When it seems like all is lost, don't look to retreat, but make up your mind to keep charging. And then the third requirement, do according to the law. This book of law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and when thou shalt have good success, keep the word of God alive inside of you. When you read and meditate on God's Word, He speaks to you. We find our instructions from God. In our Bible study earlier, I told them, I said, isn't it amazing that whenever you need a word from God, you can open up your Bible in your daily Bible reading and start reading that day and all of a sudden, there's a word for you for that day that word that you needed, that instruction that you needed. Why? Because it's inspiration from God. God will speak to you through his word. If you can't hear his voice, you don't know where to go. I promise you, if you'll open up the word of God and start reading it, he will speak to your heart. He is able to instruct you, and your ways become his ways. Psalms 1 and verse 2 says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. You can find peace and understanding when you submit to his law. Psalms 119 and 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. If you feel like you can't feel God or you can't hear him, but you pick up the word of God and start reading it, it's in those times it will be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. God's word is forever settled in heaven. He will speak to you through his word and he will show you the way. If you don't know which way to turn tonight, turn to God's Word. He will speak to you and show you that way. God will lead you and guide you. In times of anxiousness, doubt, and uncertainty, you can pick up the Word of God and find assurance. 2 Timothy 3 and 16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. It's not by coincidence that God's word speaks to you on a daily basis. When you need God to speak to you, read his word and his word will speak directly into your situation. It's not just happenstance. It's not, not just something random where you get a word, but it will be God speaking into your life. There is wisdom and understanding and instruction in God's word. After you have kept these three requirements, every place you set your foot will be on land that I have given you. God gives us what we need, but it requires something of us. We must go and possess it. We have to move our feet. Albert Einstein is widely credited with saying the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting different results. Sometimes we wait for God to do everything for us. We want all the blessings, but we don't want to move out of our comfort zone. We want to see soul saved, family saved, but we we don't want to do anything about it. In the book, The Circle Maker, The book talks about circling something that you want to see happen. Writing it down and writing a circle about or drawing a circle around it. You need to make a list of things you want to see happen and praying over those things. If you have trouble in your home, then I urge you to start walking your home. Start circling your home. Walking through your home and praying. We need to start taking dominion tonight and walking with boldness. We want to see people receive the Holy Ghost. Then we need to start going out into our community and we need to start walking around and drawing a circle and saying, God, I want to see that one saved. Lord, I want to see my family saved. And we need to start drawing a circle around those souls that we want to See, saved I heard you make a list write it down and start praying it and see what God does in your life walk through your job praying start circling those things you need to see happen God had already given Joshua this land but they had to put their souls of their feet on it God gave Abraham a promise He gave Joshua a promise. He has given us the opportunity to receive the same promise. We can receive it through his spirit when we have faith. Galatians 3 and 26. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you have been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female, for they are all one in Christ Jesus. And if ye be Christ, then ye are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. You can claim that promise tonight. You can call upon the name of Jesus, and you can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You can be baptized tonight in the only saving name, the name of Jesus. It's not time for you to look back at your past mistakes, but it's time for you to move forward. Brother Daniel preached a magnificent message this past Sunday about the story of Lot and his his wife and how she looked back. God doesn't want you to look back at all the past mistakes and the past failures, but he wants you to look towards your future in him. Leave mistakes and yesterday in the rearview mirror and keep moving forward and sounding the charge. I'm coming to a close. There was a story about a group of frogs. They were traveling through the forest when two of them fell into a deep pit. Obviously not a true story, just so we're (laughs) clear. When the other frogs saw how deep the pit was, they told the two frogs that were there, there was no hope left for them. However, the two frogs ignored their comrades and proceeded to try to jump out of the pit. However, despite their efforts, the group of frogs at the top of the pit were still saying that they should just give up as they, as they can't make it out. Eventually, one of the frogs took heed for what the others were saying, and he gave up, jumping even deeper to his death. The other frog continued to jump as hard as he could. Once again, the group of frogs yelled at him to stop the pain and to just die. He ignored them and jumped even harder and finally made it out. When he got out, the other frogs said, did you not hear us? The frog explained to them that he was deaf and that he thought that they were encouraging him the entire time. As Christians, it is not time for us to lay down, but it's time for us to take a stand. It's time for us to lead the charge. It's time for us to move forward. Don't back down in your walk with God. Don't wait until tomorrow to start anew in him, but start new in him tonight. I want us to stand all across this sanctuary. It's time for us to pray like we have never prayed before. Our spirits should be stirred. Make up in your mind tonight. Do not retreat, but to charge. Let our prayers be fervent. Let our prayers be radical. Let us humble ourselves and pray to the one who can change everything. Tonight, we have the ability to receive this promise, the promise of the Spirit of God inside of us. If you are comfortable tonight, I want you to come to this altar and make a new commitment. Maybe bring your family and say, I want to leave this place new. I don't want to leave scared, traumatized, but I want to walk boldly in the Holy Ghost. I want to make a new commitment tonight to follow after him, obey his commandments, and to be strong through trials and temptations. Here's what I don't want. I don't want a stagnant walk with God. I don't want to go so long without filling God's presence. I want to keep moving forward. I want to keep sounding the alarm. I want to keep charging. God, don't let my family be complacent tonight but help us to keep moving forward in you. Help us to keep charging tonight. Why don't you pray with your family right now? If you've been losing ground and you feel like it's just a slippery slope and you've been paddling with, without going anywhere, tonight you are making a new declaration unto God. God, I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to keep charging. I'm not going to back down, but I'm going to follow after you. Come on, raise your voices unto him. Let us be made new tonight. Let us walk in your spirit. church let's pray right now god has given you victory he's given you promises he's given you blessings there are dreams that you have forgotten about that he's bringing back into your memory right now and i want you to claim those promises claim those blessings in the name of jesus move forward in the holy ghost you to leave this place tonight and write down those dreams write down those promises that he's brought back to your memory come on say God renew me tonight renew me in your spirit come on let's push a little bit further let's push a little bit further let's keep going I don't want a stagnant relationship with you God but I want to be made new tonight I want to fulfill the promises that you've laid out in my life, the dreams that you've given me. God, I want your blessings upon my family. I want you to pray. God, forgive me for the times that I have let my family down. Forgive me for the times that I haven't always been there. Forgive me for the times that I haven't prayed like I should. Lord, forgive me for those days where I haven't had a relationship with you like I should have. Let's let there be an altar of repentance right now. God, help me to be more like you each and every day. Lord, forgive me for those days where I haven't had the relationship that you have called me to have. Help me to stand strong in your word. Help me to have that daily walk with you. Every step of the way, claiming your promises. Help me to not look at the things that I don't have, but help me to look forward at the things that I do have. that we've got one to be baptized tonight. But thank you all. God bless you all. I hope you have a great week. Remember throughout this week, establish that daily walk with your family, that relationship with God. Walk in the Holy Ghost. The way we move forward is not by ourselves, but it's in taking dominion and walking in the spirit of the Holy Ghost, walking with Jesus every step of the way. Everything that we do should be established in our relationship with him. God bless you all. We will see you on Sunday.